0: What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. What it do? What it do, Kaifu? This is your host, D-Boy, and you have tuned in to For the Cultures Podcast. I just want to give a shout-out to everybody who's tuning in right now. Thank you. We appreciate you, and we value the time and the, the energy and the space that you give us to you know have a conversation with you, uh, for you to listen to, with your listening pleasures. Um, in the studio right now is just me, your boy, by himself, Solo Lobolo out here. Um, I just want to send love and light and energy out to my co-host, Bex, who is still out. And usually, you know, we try to find someone to fill in Bex's, uh, Bex's place. But, you know, thinking about the episode that we had last week, and the conversation, the beautiful conversation we had around courage. Um, we were th- we wanted to cancel it and then we were just thinking about like, yo, you know, let's let's just continue to make, you know, make it happen for for ourselves and also for you, you all listeners and and just for the culture, you know, things come up and we want things to happen a certain way and what we you know, what we have to realize is that we're not in control of everything that happens around us. You know, and so while Bex is out, um, you know, and as her as a co host not not just as a co host, but like as a as a friend, as family, you know what I mean, as partners in this in this uh podcast and this thing that we own, I, I you know, I wanna support her and definitely be there for her. And so, you know, when things come up, for us, for the both of us, you know, like, we have to prioritize our health, our mental health, our physical health, our family, and you know, we're, we we still make it happen for one another, you know, and so even though you're not here with us, or you're not here with me physically, Bex, you know, I definitely carry you with, uh, with me in this space, and I hope and... Pray for healing over you as you you know continue to take care of yourself um, and I just you know want to send you all my love and yeah, you know we'll chop it up soon, giving this a try, you know, having me do the the podcast by myself i I, I also wanted to reach out to someone and be like, dang, who could I bother you know, um on such short notice but instead of doing that you know and bothering other folks with what they got going on and also instead of canceling it and you know not not putting anything out there why not just instead of being fearful to do the podcast by myself you know thinking back to the conversation we had last week about courage and being courageous I need to replace that fear with courage, uh, in in order to be able to just make this happen. You know, put put content out there, um, put the conversation out there, and still keep the ball rolling. You know what I mean? Because we 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 doing this as a because we're passionate about it, and you know, there's such a there's such a connection that is happening between us, the hosts and folks that we have. Um, come in the studio and chop it up with us, but also with you all, listeners, and folks who engage, you know, via social media, through email, even through word of mouth. Um, it's just, it's, it's really, it's really beautiful to reflect on, and with our last episode being episode 20, um, it's been beautiful to just reflect on how far we've come and where we are in the new year. So, yeah, all of that to say that, Bex, um, we thinking about you, I'm thinking about you, and just sending you love and light and healing um, as you take care of yourself. And speaking of our last episode, which was titled Courage with Miss Alisi Tulua, I want to shout out Alisi, uh, also known as Paula. I want to shout her out just for the beautiful conversation and just for being... Available and being able to be on the show with me um, again on such short notice, you know it it just shows how the vow we have with each other, you know has has continued on beyond you know everything we've been through uh, yeah, within the past ten years, you know, so I just really am appreciative. Of, of you, Bola, And I love our episode um, I love all these episodes You know, th- what's beautiful is we just keep We just keep climbing And we just keep getting better and better And, you know, when Bex and I started this We didn't know what we're doing We still don't know what we're doing You know, we're just doing the best we can um, And we thank everyone For your patience And just for your 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 time, you know and dealing with us because we're figuring it out as we move along. And thinking about our podcast, you know, we don't want it to just be, you know, what Bex and I think is best. That's why we're always wanting to engage with community, engage with the folks, and have conversations, even if we don't agree. You know, it's it's important to have these conversations. And so, just reflecting on, you know, just on everything. It's been a beautiful ride so far, and we are ready for the ride ahead. And so, with all of that, welcome to episode 21. Uh, happy Monday. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves, um, and I hope y'all had a great weekend. Um, and yeah, you know, your boy over here, we're just going to try to do this solo bolo. Uh, before we get into our segments, you know, we got our breath segment, our ICU and then we're going to chop it up, what I wanted to chop it up about was just a continuation of the conversation we had around courage and thinking about creation, right, and like what things are we going, what things can we create, and I feel like a lot of what we're going to talk about is also has to deal with creating, you know, and being creative and and having the courage to create, Um, so we'll get into that. But I wanna before we get started, what we did last episode is we, you know, I asked Bola for a blessing. Um and what I wanted to do, because it's taken a lot of courage for me to be here by myself. It feels very lonely in this space. Um, not having Bex or another guest on the other side, you know, it's just me and this microphone. I wanted to just put a blessing out there. Uh <clears throat> Put a blessing out there, you know, to really ground me in this space and help me continue to be courageous in in, um, doing this podcast on my own. Hopefully, just for this one episode. All right. So, you know, uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Dear Heavenly Father, Mother, Father God, Tangaloa. universe, creator, ancestors. Please uh, be with me in this space as I do my best to to have this conversation about all the various topics we're going to talk about today. Please bless me with the courage and the strength to be able to see this through, um, not only this, but other things that I plan or that I am going to be courageous on uh, for the year and many years to come. Um, I ask for these blessings um, and ask that you bless everyone who's listening, everyone's families, everyone in the world, um, and all those who are suffering and in need of healing. Amen. Bruh, man. My bruh for this week, y'all, there's so many things that, that, uh, that I seen last week going on. One thing that just kept coming up, you know, in all the different spaces that I was looking through and even in conversations in, in real life was everyone was talking about this surviving R. Kelly documentary that came, that came on, I believe, Lifetime. And I haven't, had the, I haven't had the time to watch it yet, but I was able to set my DVR. Uh, to make sure that I watch it, but I wanted to touch on this this documentary that came out just because I've seen a lot of memes that have come up um, not not just memes, but also conversations about the whole situation, right? Like with R. Kelly being a predator, uh, a pedophile, and just 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 extremely toxic towards women. Young girls, even um, in his life, right? And there's these conversations about folks who, you know, really moved to a place of like, dang. You know, he he, our uh, Kelly created re- really good music. You know, really great music. It was interesting because I was watching um, Amanda Seals' Instagram. Um, Instagram story, and she was talking about how her mom was referring to R. Kelly as a musical genius, and she was arguing that he's not a musical genius, he just created great music, you know what I'm saying, like Tupac, I mean not Tupac, uh, she said, hey, you know, Tupac is a musical genius in my sense, I mean in my opinion, but Amanda Seals was saying that you know, someone like Stevie Wonder is a musical genius. And I thought about that, and I was like, "That's that's real because you know a, a lot of the songs that R. Kelly created is just good music. I don't necessarily fig- feel like he's a a musical genius, nonetheless. But a lot of folks is just t- talking about how you know if you if you still bump in R. Kelly music, I'm not fucking with you. If you if you still bump in R. Kelly, you know R. Kelly slaps." then delete me from uh, your friends list, or we are no longer friends type shit, right? And there's been some funny videos put out where, like, folks is playing R. Kelly songs and really feeling the emotions and, and like, crying out, like, why, R. Kelly, why, why you got to be like that? Delete, delete, delete. Um, and while it's no laughing matter, it it's a real thing, right? It's a real situation that uh we all find ourselves in. You know, we find ourselves in this Uh, precarious predicament of really having to ask ourselves, do we support a a monster like this? You know what I mean? Do we support a a predator like this? Can we separate the music from the person? And, you know, that's something I was asking myself because I personally, too, love a lot of R. Kelly songs. Um, But just even from, like, what I'm gaining... And understanding from the conversation that that folks are having in social media land, you know, it's like I don't know. I might have to I might have to start start deleting a lot of R. Kelly shit from my from my archives. And it's interesting, you know, because there was um, Journey to Empowerment happened this past Friday, and some of the actually the whole there was like a, activities that were centered around music. And like, what you know, what what's your favorite songs? Like, what songs make you happy? What songs make you, um, what songs give you strength? What songs do you you know? What songs do you think of when you want to chill? You want to kick back? What's your most inner ratchet song? What song makes you think of those who you have lost? Right, and so we all had this opportunity to really do a lot of these uh, this great reflection around music and how music is associated. Uh, to our lives right and how they impact many of our different feelings and so I recall in doing that activity and also seeing all these conversations when I read the question what song makes you happy instantly instantly I thought of R. Kelly step in the name of love and happy people right and as I was writing that I was like shit all right let me just I'm going to own it, and I'm going to say, I know, it's R. Kelly, I know. But I can't lie, though, right? Like, Happy People, Step in the Name of Love, like those songs are associated with good memories, with my family, with friends. You know, we have functions. We have, we you know, everybody's on the dance floor when that comes on, and everybody's just having a good time. Everybody's harmonious, and that's really what comes up for me. But now with all this bullshit happening with R. Kelly and, all, you know, all this truth coming out, it, it it really makes, it really makes me think about like, is that okay though? You know, because if I don't, if I don't agree with, or not agree, but if I don't stand for the things that he's done, and you know, thinking about how he's harmed and caused so much pain to women, you know, really exercise this extreme form of toxic masculinity. Is it okay that I'm, you know, playing that music? Is it okay that we bump in those songs, like, knowing that, like, what's happening in the culture or, like, what has come to everybody's knowledge in the culture about this man being a predator? Is it cool, right? And honestly, I feel like it's not cool. And it's hard. that's a hard pill to swallow because, again, so much of those songs and other songs mean so... Means so much to me and other people because they're associated with so many different memories. But it's like one of those hard things that you got to do is like, yo, you know, I'm just not gonna support this shit. I can't, I can't, you know. There's, there's, there's too much that comes to mind now thinking about our Kelly and the music, um, to to not be okay with it being played at family functions, right? Um, but I don't know, you know, like you, you tell me, listeners, like how y'all feel about this whole R. Kelly situation, you know, because it's some real shit, you know, thinking about, you know, not only thinking about R. Kelly as a predator, but, like, there's so many predators we know or have experienced, you know, in one way or another in our families, through our, you know, through our friends, through situations that have happened to folks in the community, shit that we all know about, you know, that we don't necessarily talk about which is why we want to have these conversations, you know, because that's the type of shit that needs to be brought to light, you know. Um, and we've had multiple conversations about how, you know, these are the things that we want to expose um, because they cause so much harm, you know, to individuals and and their mental health and their well-being um, for the rest of their lives, you know, and folks really needing to find ways, positive ways, to cope and to navigate those emotions and regulate those traumas that that have happened to them. Um, and just even thinking about, like, you know, folks are like, why is this now something new, you know? Why is this something new with R. Kelly when we been new way back in the day when he first came out? Thinking back to, you know, all the controversy around him and Aaliyah, when they got, you know... I was young when they came out um in the early nineties, but I still heard about that stuff. But what I heard you know, what I heard about was just a little bit here and there. We really did we really didn't do research and <laughs> and you know, like find everything out, but we knew that it was some shady shit going on where because he's hella older than Aaliyah, right? Like everybody's saying, Oh, she was like fifteen and they got married and this and this and that. And like we knew but i don't know i always felt like we didn't know no you know and so i don't know but nonetheless shit you know these types of things happen um and they go unreported or even swept under the rug for so long that when it comes out it's like damn that 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 you know this shit could have been addressed a long time ago and now, and now it doesn't even like stand, you know, with uh, in different uh, cases. Like if you know, you were to go to court, or if you were to report it to the police, type shit. But yeah, you know, just thinking about this this whole surviving R. Kelly thing, it's some real shit that, like, you know, folks really gotta think critically about the music they're listening to, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that. You know, you gotta, you you must go through your, you know, your playlist and all your musical archives and stuff like that, and delete every R. Kelly thing. You know, I hope you would, um, but for me personally, like that's something I feel like I gotta do because, bruh, that shit ain't cool. That shit ain't cool. What he did, and and I'm even trying to prepare myself to watch the documentary. Um, I feel like it's like a three or four part. Uh, uh, four part series you know mainly documentary about surviving R. Kelly but you know it's something that we need to be aware of because it exists it exists outside of you know R. Kelly it exists outside of the entertainment industry you know thinking all the way you know thinking about all the Me Too stuff Um, and then thinking about how this conversation about you know rape and molestation and and even pedophilia in our own community, SPIs, right? Like this is something that's still very taboo, or that you know something that people live with, and and really want to just keep contained, right? Because they they they're they don't want any shame to come to the family, or they don't want you know dirty laundry to get out. And it's like, nah, man. You know what about the poor victims? Like the only thing that matters in these instances are the victims they're the they're the ones who are most impacted by these types of situations you know what I mean and so I don't know just this whole surviving R. Kelly thing it had me thinking beyond R. Kelly it had me thinking about all these predators that you hear about um like I said in our families in other people's families in the community in the church um shit in the schoolhouse you know so yeah, we we gotta protect our women. You know what I mean. And we we just gotta do a better job. So, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do about Robert, y'all. But if y'all wanna talk about it, reach out, tap in, and let's chop it up. Cause now we all gonna have to survive our Kelly, right? We all gonna have to uh, delete that music. But yeah. Man, we're going to move right along uh, from the breast section and hop into our ICU. I'm really excited about the, my ICU for this week. It goes out to three women who were a part of this project. Um, it's I believe it's a Terroscope project. The women's, uh, the women's names are Javon, Nana, and V. Javon goes by Tarotane. Um Also on Instagram is at Silele underscore says. Nana is uh, the one of the artists, uh, and on G- IG, she goes by Roar Highness, and also a young woman named V, who is also um, a part of the project. Um, I'm really excited to share about this project because I was one of the models that they reached out to to be able to use as canvas to do the tarot, the tarot scopes, the tarot readings. I, myself, am a Taurus, so um, it was cool. I, I represented the Taurus, the Taurus the um, telescope, uh, while there was a m- myriad of other Pacific Islanders who represented the different, the different um, uh, signs, you know, the different signs like uh, Aries and Cancer, Capricorn. This project is really interesting uh, because uh, Javon Javon was sharing with me about how she's really into tarot readings and follows a lot of uh, folks on Instagram who do tarot readings um, and really connect, you know, just really, she's really connected to the spiritual realm. Um, And she doesn't, she was saying that she don't really see that, you know, in the PI community, uh, but but these three women, you know, are like folks who are interested, uh, in, in this, you know, in this form of spirituality. And so, you know, in, in seeing a lot of the readings that, you know, are on Instagram and a lot of the way that folks display it, she sees it happening and thriving in the, the, the Latino community. She sees it happening and thriving in the black community. And You know, I think also, you know, like, normally we question ourselves to say, like, where are we at? You know, like, we don't really see this happening in our community. And so what's dope is that Javon, Javon, you know, thought to herself, like, well, you know what? We're going to just create this space. We're going to create something like this for our community because it's happening in our community, you know? And I, I was even sharing with Javon about how, like, my grandma is really into you know astrology and even tarot readings and, ha- and has always you know um talked about that and followed it and believed in it and it's something that is is shared in the family and and i i personally believe it too you know cuz there's so many things that like that i know with my um with my birth sign that like i really I really see myself in, or it really helps me understand myself, you know, as a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Um, and so, yeah, just, you know, just just learning a little bit about the project and really, like, really respecting what, what they're doing in terms of, like, creating, you know, for our community and creating representation, right? I think that was something that Javon also uh, pointed out is that She wanted to represent our community because we have so many talents that are hidden, you know, and so many lights within us that oftentimes we just, you know, we dim down. Um, And so I could really respect that, you know, because just as we do with this podcast, you know, we we want to create content with our people for our people, by our people, or even highlight, you know, even highlight our people because oftentimes we are, uh, we can't be invisible, you know, other, outside of the stereotypical shit, right? So, so yeah, it was, re- it was really, uh, an honor to be a part of this project. Uh, we will put it on our social media, um, so that y'all could follow these folks and really check out the art and even check out the readings if you're interested. You know what I mean? I think it's really dope to know that we have someone in our PI community uh, that does tarot readings. Um, and then even the, the imagery, the, the art that is created, especially by Nana, also known as Roar Highness, yo, like this woman has such a such a way of creating something that it's not – you know, like we have a lot of artists in the community, a lot of great people who could draw. Um, and even folks who are really good at graphic design. But there's some there's something really special that I see with Nana's art and the way that she creates it. I've gone through her page and looked at, you know, a lot of the different images that she created. And I love it because it's different and it's new and it's vibrant and it's it's like in your face, you know. And, and it almost might make you uncomfortable because you're like... This is this is some. Um, it could it could seem abstract, and it is abstract, and I believe that that's the beauty of it. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, just being able to be connected to her, to Nana, and then being able to be introduced to Javon, and have Instagram conversations through the through the new feature of like being able to record yourself. You know, this is the this is the beautiful thing about being able to have this platform and create these uh, opportunities for conversation because we get to connect, you know, and really, really be in tune with each other. So all of that to say that, um, Tero Roar Highness, NV, uh, I want to say, I see you. So again, we're going to, um, we're going to definitely post, the artwork up on our page and definitely uh, link y'all to the folks behind this beautiful project and definitely tap in with them y'all because again these women are doing really dope work so yeah one more time Javon, Nana and V-I-C-U alright y'all dang this is weird it seems really fast to be able you know it, since it's only me it seems really fast to get through these segments um, but we are gonna chop it up I wanted to touch upon, you know, just just a, a little bit of, of the conversation that Paula and I were having last week in terms of uh, courage, you know, and a lot of the things that I think about from that conversation that came up during our Chop It Up section. Some of the things that I was thinking about was this, was the attention to fear, right? And like really thinking about how fear shows up in our lives, right? How does fear show up for you? Thinking about the way in which we respond to to fear when it does show up. You know, how do we manage that? How do we how do we address it? What are the things that we do to to you know, either stay in fear or move past it? And if anything, like what does it do to you? You know, because I know that for some folks, fear could be paralyzing. Fear could, fear could really just mm-hmm. hold us back. You know, and that's something that we really talked about is that fear holds us back from the things that we want to achieve. You know, and and even in ourselves, we put we put up roadblocks to prevent us from, you know, achieving things that that we may want to achieve. You know, for fear of failure you know fear of the unknown you know um i mean shit even right now i'm fearful as fuck <laughs> because i'm i'm as i'm thinking to myself like dang you know i'm it's it's normal for this space and and this you know in the podcast to have interaction with with another person for us to be able to chop it up and here i'm just chopping it up with essentially myself you know but I'm also, I know that I'm also chopping it up with y'all, you know, and, and really just doubting myself of like, am, am I making sense? Do I sound, you know, do I sound smart enough? Do I sound like I'm making sense? Mm-hmm. You know, all these fears are, are making me put up, you know, these barriers um, to have this conversation, you know, to even do this episode. Um, and really something that I took away from the conversation, especially with, you know, what Paula was sharing about her experience and where all of this where where this whole idea came about living mm-hmm. from a place of courage, you know, something like that she's that she brought up was, you know, that we put things in our own in our way when one of the biggest things that we had to have to do is to get out of our own way. You know, because we're fearful of you know, we could be fearful of failing. We could be fearful of what other people think about us or what other people have to say. And for me, that 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 really sunk in. You know, after I listened to the episode um, a few times, and then just so many other folks, you know, had reached out to share what the what the episode did for them. You know, and shout out to everybody who tapped in and reached out. Um, and shared about what the episode did for them because, you know, and I, I, I know Paula shared with me that she had no idea, you know, folks would receive uh, the episode that way. And, you know, we really never know what's going to come of what the content that we're putting out there. And we never know what words, you know, we never know how our words could impact other people. And so it was, it's been a real blessing and it's been very humbling to see the response from so many folks about what they took away from that episode and even for myself you know so much I took away so much from that thinking about like stepping into 2019 and really wanting to work from a place of courage you know being inspired by uh, the way that that bola is you know, addressing uh, or living her life, you know, it's, it's exactly the antidote, like she said, it's definitely the antidote that I personally have needed to be able to step into 2019 to really prioritize joy. You know what I mean? Like joy is something that I want to prioritize because especially thinking about last year, last year was a lot of Sadness, you know, uh, it was a lot of darkness. Thinking about a lot of the death that happened last year, um, so many loved ones, you know, that we've lost, and even just the different moments in my life where I, I may have been in my darkest moments because of, you know, self self hate, self loathing, you know, self diagnosed depression, you know, just thinking about all of these mental health challenges um, and even, you know, uh, even my insecurities, right? Just thinking about all that shit, like that shit really could have ta- taken over me um, or can, could, could have continued to take over me in this new year. But being able to you know, talk and process and work through so much Not even with a therapist, but, like, you know, an official therapist. I feel like, you know, our community and the people that we surround ourselves with, like, us being able to talk and process, that's that's my form of therapy for right now. But I know that it's important to also have that professional help, too, and that's something that I want to seek out. But, like, really stepping into 2019 and having courage to do all of those things, you know what I mean? Having the courage... To, you know, really continue on this path of sobriety uh, from all things that, you know, have that that bring negativity to my life. And and I'm not saying that those are the things that bring negativity, but it could be negative things that I conjure up for myself that I put the, you know, then I start putting these fears and these roadblocks up um, in my path, right? But being able to have the courage to thrive in my sobriety and do things that I've wanted to do, you know, is is what the fuck I'm gonna do for 2019, you know. And thinking about thinking about courage, you know. And so I'm really, it, it's just really beautiful that we had that conversation because I think it's necessary for us to have that, you know. So many of us need that reminder, or even that check of like, yo. It's okay to be fearful. That's normal. And it's also okay to be able to move beyond that and be courageous enough, be brave enough to see what's on the other side, you know, to re- to remove fear or to replace fear. Put courage in the way. Put bravery in the way and keep on trucking. It's so dope. Um... And even, you know, so, something that also stuck out to me um, from our conversation is, you know, both Bola and I, Bola forgot the Tongan word for uh, courage, and I didn't even know it. Uh, but we were able to um, find it out through, She you know, she asked her dad and then folks in the community, actually, I'm going to shout out, um Ama Amatupu he put up a post on Facebook you know reaching out to the community uh first of all shout out to you bro thank you for the love um and the acknowledgement about the podcast it it, it really is humbling to see your post about like what the episode and, and even the podcast you know what it's done for you or what it does for you you know cuz it definitely is for you bro you know you part of the culture man um, but, you know, I'ma put up a post asking, you know, asking his, asking the community about, like, what's the Samoan word, uh, for courage? Yeah, so, at least he was, uh, at shared with me that she found out, I remembered the word for courage in Tongan, uh, which is Loto Toa. And, uh, I'ma, you know, put his post up and, Shout out to Dan Isara. Dan Isara shared um, the word that, you know, the translation that he thought of that came to mind for him, which is also, uh, you know, in Samoan, it's lototoa, or brave heart. And I'm just going to read uh, what Dan shared on Amos Post. He says that a Samoan proverb, which was from an old man named Feepo, who blessed his son, Le Tiongye, I'm sorry, if, if I'm butchering these names, I'm so ashamed of myself, who was about to go to a war game of death, and the saying goes, which is translated, may your body be darkened and your eyes be bright. Literally, it is saying, may your body be invisible and your eyes see clearly for the enemy. Um, and then another, another person, shout out to Genesis, Genesis Lutu, um, also shared that lototele is the word for courage and says that this is often expressed when someone dear to your heart has passed away. It translates as courage or to be courageous or strong. One proverb that has always stuck with me over the years is, which translates to, a duck may fly all over, but will always return to the water. And I I wanted to make sure that we share these definitions because it's very important for us to know you know what are the cultural words for courage? Because if if we're gonna talk about it, you know, we only we don't only want to talk about it in the Western context, but we want to talk about it from um, an indigenous uh, context, right? And how our people, you know, defined and already knew about courage, right? It's not something that was brought to us. You know, we had a lot of knowledge around. Um, Around these things You know, so I think it's always beautiful To make sure that we bring bring Language into the space And please forgive me If I butchered, you know, my own language Or even the Tongan language But this is how, you know We keep getting better Is uh, We just keep trying, right We just keep putting it out there And so, yeah it, You know, in the Samoan The Samoan word for courage Lototoa or lototele And in Tongan, Loto Toa, let us embrace that. You know what I mean? Let us embrace that because our our people, you know, thinking back to what Bola was saying also um, is that, you know, when we think about where we are and and think about the things that we want to do, like we didn't just end up where we are, right? We stand on the shoulders of so many people before us. Um, And so much work has been laid out for us to be where we are, you know. And so when we are fearful of doing things that we want to do, you know, and it could be reaching uh, for our dreams or, you know, wanting to carry out something that we've always wanted to do. Think about what our ancestors have done, right? Think about what our family did to get to get us here right, and just really think about our ancestors, you know, and that, you know, to quote what she said from Lisa is, it's in our stock to survive, you know what I mean? We're going to be all right. Let's have the courage to do the things that we've always wanted to do, and what that has done for me is that, like, I've just really been thinking about, like, yo, what are, what is something that I've always wanted to do, and you know just lately i've been thinking about how i want how i want something new you know because i'm i want to be on this new path and this new journey um and i want like a a physical symbolization of just where i'm headed and where i'm going you know what i mean like i want to put these things into practice i want to i want to talk about it i want to be about it i just don't want to you know talk about it for fluff and you know theorize everything um and so i've been thinking about wanting to uh dye my hair right like i was always thinking about like that would be really dope to go blonde but not just blonde like platinum blonde you know atomic blonde to the point where it looks white you know thinking about somebody like storm from x-men right like that kind of white um and I was like, nah, you know, everybody goes blonde. I'm, I want to be different, and I had, I thought, oh, what if I went red? You know, but I was like, nah, I don't know if I could pull that off. You know, my mom, that's what's my mom, my mom does, um, but something just came over me at one point where I was like, nah, that's what I'm gonna do. You know, you don't really see a lot of dudes out there with red red ass hair not just red hair but red ass hair um and and it just it spoke to my soul you know what I mean and at first I you know of course the idea comes up but I'm fearful of it because I'm like shit what are people going to say about me you know what if I can't pull it off then I'm gonna you know be stuck with it or you know damage my hair you know even more and put it back to black but all these, you know, again, all these roadblocks and all these, all these uh, barriers I was putting in my way to stop me from doing it, but it just, it just kept singing in my soul, you know, to do it. Um, and really just trying to grapple with like the fear of it all, you know, like, should I do this? What, you know, what, like, what are people gonna say? Can you deal with the, the shit that people are gonna have to say? Cause you know. I'm usually good at uh, clapping back or having something to say, you know. If folks try to talk shit, but I feel like I'm gonna take it real personal because people are gonna make it real personal, and it's something personal to me, you know. Um, but instead of just being fearful, you know, it's like it, it just like I said, it just kept singing in my soul to do it, and instead of being fearful, I want to say I wanted to satisfy my soul and and do it, and so I did it, y'all, you know what I mean, your boy out here, he dyed his hair, I'm hella red, I'm thinking about, shit, what, what are all the, the names I'm gonna hear, what are all the things it's gonna represent, and I was laughing, you know, I was like, damn, I'm, I'm finna be super blood, or, um, you know, folks are gonna associate it with, like, Electra or some shit, you know, Uh uh-huh, Somebody even said, my mom said that one of my aunts, He said Jessica Rabbit, and my mom was like, nah, that's that's her, that's me, right? Like, she's saying that, my mom was saying that that's her. Um, but then even thinking about, you know, like, this is what my mom does, it was like, shit, that's a nice way to pay homage to my mom, you know? Like, shit, my mama could pull it off, I could pull it off too, god damn it. And, you know, I'm all about being different. I just, I want to be different. I want to be an individual, and it's fun. You know, I love it. The end result, for real, I love it, y'all. It's it's just so cool to look at and, and even to think about, like, every time I cross the mirror or whatever and I think about how fearful I was to do it, I remind myself that, or I'm proud of myself, that I remember to just, you know, have courage to do it and, And fuck what everybody else got to say. Because they always going to have something to say, right? And so I think the, I think the, the courage really came from having this conversation, you know, or the conversation last week with, with Bola and and really thinking about how, how am I going to put that into practice? You know? And so this is definitely one way in which I've done that. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm so happy about it. You know, my my soul is satisfied uh, because I did it. And if and that's like the greatest feeling I could feel. Um, I also s- see myself as like, you know, being able to continue to be sober in this season as an act of courage. Um, and lastly, I, I see myself being able to be so joyful as an act of courage because you know it's so easy to be able to fall into the dark places, um, or let that consume you. But but what I'm, what I feel myself doing right now is resisting the darkness. You know what I mean? And resisting um, the negativity. Right? Being resilient in it. Being vigilant in like fighting that shit off. Now I'm not saying I'm perfect, right? Or I'll definitely allow myself to. If something comes up, I'm definitely allowing myself. To have that time and have that space to be able to like feel that emotion, but then also like move on, you know what I mean? Like move past it Um, because, you know, to just shut it down or to try to do something else, do something else as a distraction could still be a way in which I'm fearful of dealing with it. Right. So like being able to allow myself that space is an act of courage. Um, and then also to be joyful, like I said, is, um, it it takes courage, you know, and so I really want to be resilient, continue to be resilient this year, 2019, um, and also I want to create, I want to create content beyond, you know, like, continuing to do the podcast, but also to continue to, you know, pick the camera back up, or pick the pen back up, you know, and create create a screenplay, create a a script, create some some visual content, because film is something I've always loved, and, you know, it was, I feel like it was something I was known for. I haven't really been doing much, but that's one of the biggest fears. I believe I mentioned it in the last episode, was that I have been very fearful of doing film, because I'm fearful of failing, fearful of um, everything it takes to do it, and... And I just got to have the courage, you know. So we'll see we'll see what comes of it this year. Um, I'm definitely going to be, you know, taking that action of being courageous in all the things that I'm putting my energy towards this year. Um, yeah. <laughs> and even with this, you know, even with this episode, being by myself, um, it's taken a lot of courage to do. And I want to say thank you uh everyone who has been able to make it through this episode, who is listening, uh, who is going through the process with me, um, because it ain't easy, you know, it's never going to be easy, but that's, you know, like, that's the most beautiful part, at least to me, right, the most beautiful part is the process of everything. And, uh, yeah, you know, like, let's continue to have this conversation, you know, let's continue to chop it up and let's continue to create because it is so important that we create, you know, whether it's through visual arts, you know, music, writing, um, anything, you know, like create, create create conversations. Don't stir up no shit now, you know, but just have critical conversations um, and be able to see your side, but other people's side too, you know, it's really important that we listen Uh, To understand Instead of listening to be understood Uh, Does that mean the same thing? I don't know I'm over here losing myself y'all But yeah I just wanted to You know touch on these things And And uh, really see it through You know I'm I'm gonna admit this was hard as fuck (laughs) This was hella hard To do this episode by myself uh, But I'm glad I made it To the To the end of the road here, you know, as and as we always do when we get up out of this space is we ask each other how we're going to take care of ourselves. How I'm going to take care of myself this week is uh, me and my personal trainer. We're about to get, you know, about to get started now that the holidays are over. And, um, yeah, we got we got all that out the way. It's time to get cracking, you know what I mean? And and that's going to take some courage for me to do. Um, But I'm also excited because it's not just me. It's me and my niece uh, working with our personal trainer. Shout out to Kiana Tofinga. We're going to try to get you on the uh, podcast real soon. Okay, so check her out, y'all. But, yes, once again, thank you so much for your time and your energy. Thank you for making it to this point in the podcast. I know it's weird with just me here, um, but I'm glad that, you know, we could continue to Keep these conversations going um, and keep creating. You know what I mean? It's really important that we create. And I hope to see so much more created by all of you beautiful people out there. And until the next episode, I holler, Peace. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture.